0: It is 900 CHML. I'm Scott Thompson. i request Friday edition if uh, Hamilton Today. You want to be a part of it? Feel free. 905-645-3221. You can talk. You can text. You can leave us your last word. Join us for Hammerhead Trivia coming up after the 5 o'clock news. Well, Ukraine's counteroffensive advances, there's a push from some NATO members to speed up the process and get Ukraine into their ranks. Uh, and Anita Anand has stopped short of call, uh, of, uh, rather stopped short of joining that call to action let's talk to arl brown professor international relations senior member of the monk school of global affairs at the university of toronto and with us now arl thank you for the time hope you're well
1: thank you good afternoon
0: so are we we i remember at the beginning of all of this way back when that that even ukraine wasn't really that interested in joining nato it, i remember president Zelensky saying that what has changed why now it is ukraine obviously want to be a part of it why is this this push now
1: Obviously, the aggression in Ukraine and the legal conquest of large chunks of Ukraine are crucial factors, and we see changes. Uh, At the beginning uh, of this conflict, uh, you may recall that Finland and Sweden were neutral countries. And opinion polls prior to the February invasion of last year showed uh, that uh, the majority in both countries were not in favor of uh, joining NATO, and that flipped completely because of Russian uh, Action. So I think we have to look at the reality that there has been this brazen violation of international law, international norms, and uh, it is an ongoing uh, aggression that is causing an enormous amount of damage to Ukraine and naturally they would like to have protection in in the future and they are very eager to have the same kind of protection that finland now has and that sweden hopes to have and the kind of protection that was described by mr biden at the beginning of the conflict or just before the conflict started where he was very eager to signal to the russians that he's not going to get involved in a war over ukraine uh but he was going to defend that as president biden every inch of nato territory Well, Ukraine, having undergone uh, all this pain, they would like to have that assurance as well. And uh, many would think that they earned it.
0: Odd that when this all started, Putin uh, was worried that uh, NATO was advancing, and now he's actually driven people right into the arms of NATO. Uh, How difficult is this? How much of a challenge is it to bring uh, a country like Ukraine into NATO?
1: Uh, Less than it would have been uh, a year ago, because uh, given uh, the very significant military aid that has begun with Ukraine and the transformation of the Ukrainian forces into uh, armed forces that really resemble and are more and more interact with those of NATO, as well as other political reforms that are being undertaken inside Ukraine, I think Ukraine is vastly more prepared. To get into NATO than it was uh, uh, even a year, a year and a half ago. And that progress has been very significant. And they really have earned uh, that uh, right, uh, mm. according to the British, for instance. And even though it may not be quite as fast as the accession of uh, Finland and hopefully the accession of Sweden, which, but for the objection of Turkey and Hungary, should have been in already uh but ukraine could be fast tracked and this is what the issue is the british uh, secretary of defense is in favor and the british government of fast tracking that is dropping the uh membership action plan which had been applied to so many states previously but not to sweden and not to finland uh because that is a prolonged it's a useful process but it's a prolonged process and ukraine needs to get that assurance quickly and also we have to look at the signal that would be sent to russia and that is if vladimir putin is convinced as he appears to be that time is on russia's side uh, speeding up the membership of ukraine basically would tell the kremlin no time is not on your side and uh, maybe should cut your losses Uh, give up the territories and come to some kind of negotiations that are meaningful, rather than preserve this hope that Vladimir Putin has that somehow the West will fall apart, that he will still prevail in Ukraine, and that it's just a matter of time before he can turn around what has so far for Russia proven to be a strategic disaster. Uh, Why has Canada stopped short of joining that call? It's a very good question, and, and uh, I've been puzzling over this because we have generally been very supportive of Ukraine. We have been generous with financial aid, uh, somewhat less so with military aid because we just don't have that much to give. We could be a little bit more creative. The Danes and the Dutch are buying tanks for Ukraine. Uh, And we could do the same kind of thing on a larger scale because we don't have that much to give. Our own forces are way below what we need for a country this size. But I think there are maybe two factors involved in this. One is that if Ukraine becomes a member of NATO, then the support that we have to give Ukraine as also a member of NATO would be more than just an act of generosity. Mm. It would become a treaty obligation, which means that Canada would have to have the capacity to do that. And we are spending about 1.29% of our GDP on defense, which regardless of the kind of accounting acrobatics that some of our officials may engage in is way too little. The size of the Canadian forces is far too small. So we really would need to change that capacity and there's no indication that the Canadian government is prepared to do that. Mm. And so this could be something uh, that holds us back. The second element is leadership within the alliance. The British have tried to take on a leadership role and they've been very bold in stating a strategy of winning from the very beginning that was not shared by the Biden administration, which has been remarkably timid and often feckless. Uh, The British, uh, as you will recall, took the lead on providing tanks. They took the lead on providing some long-range missiles, and then others eventually followed. Mm. But the United States is the leader of NATO, and so we are not prepared to take the same bold steps, it seems, as the British, and we follow American leadership, and American leadership is not on board in terms of uh, shortening the process. Arl Brown with us, Professor of International Relations, Senior Member of the Monk School of
0: Global Affairs, University of Toronto. Always fascinating. Arl, thank you so much for the time. Be well. Thank you.